Welcome to the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement podcast. This is a very special edition. Well, actually, they're all special, but we decided to title this one Love in the Time of the Coronavirus. Kind of like the book Love in the Time of Cholera, one of my favorite books, Um, but the unique time that our world is in. And when I think about what the message is of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement, which is choosing love, obviously, um, but through a thoughtful response. And when we thoughtfully respond to things, we take our personal power back. We make the world a better place. And so I think it was along those lines of thought that our director of engagement, Nicole Lyons, decided to create programming in thoughtful response to what was going on in the world and in her own life. And uh, and so actually we have Nicole here with us today. Nicole uh, is our director of engagement and, uh, and a really valuable part of the Choose Love movement. Hi, Nicole. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So um, right now, I believe that your kids are home with you. Is that correct? Yes, they are home. Um, The public schools in pretty much the entire state of Connecticut at this point are closed, hopefully for two weeks, but there's an indication that it might be longer depending on what evolves with this, you know, very upsetting virus situation but uh, for at least two weeks very unexpectedly I have my darling littles home with me Um, and you know everything has been closed and they've been actually kind of encouraged by our um, local you know board of health to not even have play dates which really yeah because they're really thought about yeah they're trying just to sort of limit social uh, what's it called social interaction it's called um social social distancing my sister actually (laughs) had a funny (laughs) joke she said oh man I'm finally in my skinny jeans and now we do social distancing (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so you know I that's that's certainly something I want to be respectful of uh in terms of trying to contain things but boy that not only are you are your kids stuck at home they're stuck in your home and there is not a lot to do um and it's all unplanned and it's not a not necessarily initially a fun scenario to be facing well it that's true it's interesting i have uh, jt home from Yukon and he was actually doing a midterm online. And uh, I kind of, I actually was taking uh, everything kind of in a, I was having a different perspective because I'm usually traveling uh, in my position as the chief movement officer. And uh, and I love traveling. I, I look at it as an adventure and I'm meeting new people and introducing this incredible powerful message that has the ability to transform and save lives. But at the same time, I have to manage a, an organization. And it's really hard to do both. And I've struggled a bit. And, uh, 
And so being home, having my conferences and events canceled on one hand is is sad for me and for the people and for the attendees. But on the other hand, it's given me time to actually be home. I have a little farm in the middle of Sandy Hook. So I'm uh, been home enjoying my animals, but also having time to check in with my team and to actually do what I'm supposed to be doing, which is managing. <laughs> um, I've actually really appreciated and I can't, I can't, uh, I have to admit that having JT home is of course a, a wonderful thing for me, but, but I, I loved your idea that you had all of a sudden, Nicole, <laughs> and it was like how, you know, we're the choose love movement and we have all of this incredible rich content. And how do we model that thoughtful response in this time that is filled with anxiety for people? I mean, I'm talking to people my age and they've said, they've been saying, you know, we've never seen a market correction in our lives like this. And, you know, people are worried about finances, about the economy, about their personal health. And if you think about it, even before the coronavirus, I think for the first time ever, Americans worried about their personal safety going out into uh, public spaces like concerts and movie theaters and uh, airports and churches and even schools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that type of anxiety is something that we've never been faced with before. And so I don't really know what the long-term consequences of that are. And and now let's just add this interesting little twist called the coronavirus and <laughs> see how that sits with us. So um, it was definitely a time for us to thoughtfully respond. And I loved your proactive idea. And so I'm going to let you explain it. Oh, <laughs> well, I, you know, I was, drinking my coffee and reading with dread the letter from the superintendent that said your kids that you know school is is shut down uh, hopefully only for two weeks but possibly even longer and I'm sure I'm not the only parent who experienced that sinking feeling of oh my gosh you know because it's not just the school's closing it's the Y is closed so there's no place to go take them swimming and there's no trampoline zone to take them to get out their energy and in fact they're even being encouraged to not have play dates at this point um, wow I never even thought about that no yeah. movies no no <laughs> wow. I mean I know they're really like when we say that the kids are stuck at home they're stuck at home I mean really for at least two weeks and that is kind of terrifying. I mean, my kids are, you know, nine and 13. And if left to their own devices would just happily, you know, watch their iPads all day, I guess. But sure. What am I supposed to do with them? And they can't even go down the street and play with their neighbors. And it's, it's very disconcerting, to say the least. And I happen, of course, to work for the Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement and have knowledge of and access to these incredible programs that I really believe are so essential for every child to learn um, and frankly for families to learn and I, I realize that this you know we have this sort of this opportunity with all these kids around the country who are kind of staring 
at their computer screens with nothing to do and, and parents feeling frightened and kids feeling nervous about stories they're hearing and people getting sick. And this felt to me like a perfect opportunity to, to do something positive um, by teaching this, this, this thing online. So I thought, you know, I could, my kids could work with me and we could do a live stream uh, each day that covers uh, a lesson around one of the um, character values in the Choose Love formula and, you know, provide some additional coloring activities, printables, some suggestions for activities they could do that day uh, to reinforce the learning of the lesson and that you know, potentially we might be able to help some parents out uh, and enlighten and, and make kids feel better and ultimately turn what could be a negative situation into uh, something that is a little bit more positive. And that I thought was, it was brilliant. Absolutely uh, brilliant. Um, you know, that that's um, the basis of our message is uh, thoughtfully responding to a situation with love and and that's exactly what you did you're modeling that i love it we have no cost programming infant toddler pre-k through 12th grade we have this rich content for the at-home community as well that actually you created nicole as well Mm -hmm. as for communities and so we have the content how can we get it out there in a in a, in a productive instructive way uh, during the course of the next two weeks when everybody's home with their kids to kind of reframe the situation from one where uh, you know I was at my my parents house last night and they have this live coronavirus uh, kind of press really press briefing on the TV and they're going over the death tolls so I, oh, I came in gosh. and I think I left four hours later and I'm like has the death toll climbed from 38 yet to 39? Yeah. It just seemed like such a not a productive way to spend the evening glued to the TV, you know, waiting for that death toll to rise. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be aware of what's going on in our world, but what I'm saying is that while we're aware of, of what's going on, we also have the ability to thoughtfully respond and utilize the time in a productive way. And dare I say, even find micro moments of joy and within it and have a lot of fun. I mean, That's I just, true. I can't help but think this is, oh my God, our brains are wired for this, right? Yes, we have this so true. negative bias that we all have woven into our DNA. So regardless of the coronavirus, we're always looking for the negative. The majority of our thoughts are negative and repetitive. And it's just the way that we're wired. We're wired to survive. So when something like this comes along, we're, oh my God, we're ready for it, right? And and uh, it's what we're wired for. But but at the same time, we want happiness. <laughs> yeah. And you've gotta, you've gotta step outside of that comfort zone to uh, use some skills and tools that you have to to thoughtfully respond to get your control back right now it seems like we're out of control doesn't it a little bit and yeah, so the only thing scary. right yeah. even to me too and so let's think about what are the things that we can control let's focus on those and that is well number one our thoughts and so let's rein them in and let's let's refocus our direction from fear literally 
to love and, and what does that look like? And I thought that you uh, were your idea in working with your kids and doing these YouTube videos every day for the next two weeks to direct kids and their parents in how to thoughtfully respond with love using the formula that you alluded to. And the formula is simply this courage. Let's start with courage because right now, sometimes it seems like it's easier to maybe sit on the couch with a bag of chips and, and, and watch what's going on. But let's, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that that enormous stack of Girl Scout cookies <laughs> that I'm not grateful we haven't distributed them yet because I'm thinking, to Oh myself, my God. Oh yes. That would make a nice Saturday. Some Samoas. Oh, thin mints in the freezer. I know. <laughs> I know. I was, I'm, I'm not unhappy that we haven't given those away. I'll just say that. But anyway, you're right. You know? Yeah. So, you know, so what's, what's the alternative? The alternative <laughs> is literally to use this time, reframe it from, oh my God, I've got my kids at home. What the heck am I going to do with them? You know, when you don't have an agenda, sometimes it uh, falls into chaos but to use it in a productive way. We, we, we get to be with our kids. I mean, I think that this can reframe a lot of our thinking in, in our society. So we start with courage, but then going into gratitude, really, if you think about everybody has a loved one that's at risk, right? If you've got grandparents, if you've got someone that is, their health has already been compromised in some way. Um, yeah. Everybody has that at-risk person that they're concerned about. And so, you know, how long has it been since you spoke to them and expressed how you really felt about them and just really appreciated them and, and being home with them, even if it's at a distance. And, uh, and just taking this time, wow, it's like a big, huge breath that we get to take. And we can breathe in fear if we want, or we can breathe in gratitude and breathe out the fear and be present with our families. Wow. How many times do you get to sit home with your family in the middle of the week? And, and then we're going to provide a little bit of structure through choosing love. And we're all going to be working this formula together. Think about the ripple effect that's going to have out into our world. So then we go from gratitude. Once we've refocused our thoughts, by the way, you can only have uh, we can only focus on one thought at a time, right? So you can focus on that fearful, anxious thought, or you can find something to be grateful for. That's what I love. It's my favorite thing about gratitude. So let's, let's focus right now on being grateful that we have this time with our families. And so let's shift into forgiveness. Um, of course, there's always a lot to forgive, sometimes with ourselves and sometimes with others, but there are decades of research and the benefits of forgiveness. You know, I always say we're all the same in the want and need to love and be loved as human beings. I think we've realized, I think this is going to bring us closer together because yeah. when we see these global crises, we realize, oh my God, you know what? We really are just human beings and we all have the same basic wants and needs. We want to love and be loved. Um, we all feel pain and suffer. We all get sick, yet we all just want to be happy. And, and Harvard University is, is right actually right now doing the longest ever study on human life. But when they were 75 years into this study, they found the secret to happiness. They actually published a, 
And they found the secret to happiness is healthy relationships, meaningful connections. What's one of the number one ways to have a healthy relationship? It's through the practice of forgiveness. So we go into and we're going to be talking a little bit about forgiveness. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we're going to move into compassion and action. And Compassion has two components. There's the empathetic component, but empathy actually lights up the same receptors in your brain as physical pain. It does help facilitate connection, but it's also a painful process. With compassion, you also have the action component. And that's where all I say, the nurturing, healing love that you give out comes back to you. So you're gonna lead them through some really great ideas on how they and their kids can practice all these incredible character values, courage, gratitude, forgiveness, compassion and action that all actually lead you to being able to thoughtfully respond to any situation, circumstance or interaction, including the coronavirus with love. And this is a really exciting opportunity for, for us to show the world what we have and, and model it for the world, but also for everyone out there. Absolutely. And I, you know, I would love for it to be, I, I, I expect that it will be because everything we recreate is such a collaborative effort. Um, and I think it, you know, there's so much opportunity for, for the team to, you know, participate as well and, and you know, maybe want to host one of the, the, the classes themselves with their kids. You know, I mean, I, I feel like this is an opportunity to be authentic in the reality that we are living in um and and to your point model the way to to make the best of of a sticky situation i mean and it's funny i don't know if i'm i'm gonna be curious if your listeners are recognizing this because i've so many times i mean i live and breathe this formula with you but every time you say it i find i i'm like i just took a really deep breath i just it was almost like a sigh, you know, it just feels, it's unbelievable because you just can't imagine that it's, that it could be as simple as understanding four concepts that, that, that could actually make your body feel relaxed and, and that, and actually help you find, you know, get your bearings. But these are tools. These are actions and a method that you can, perform in order to change the way you're feeling and responding and I mean it it happens whether you want it to or not it's just a matter of being made aware that these tools exist and that is what is so powerful and exciting to me Um, and as a parent why I'm so passionate about getting these programs in front of as many kids and and frankly families as possible um, I am so grateful that the this program originated, of course, as Choose Love for Schools, and you know that's very it's being taught in you know all 50 states and and 90 countries around the world. It's, 100 it's countries. Keep oh up, my gosh, <laughs> Sorry, I can't even. I mean, it was I like know. 80 last it's week. It's incredible. So, I mean, you know, and it just has spread, and it's wonderful. And I so appreciate that educators um, are are you know, taking on the, the leadership and that sense of responsibility for uh, helping our kids learn these skills and tools. But, you know, I don't, I'm, it's not only up to them. I think it's up to me as a parent too, 
And so it is so empowering to now have, to feel like I can help other parents also be able to, you know, instill these, these values and these skills and tools in, in their children and practice them in their family and their daily life. It's just, it's so important and has such a profound impact that I almost, it's just, we can't just keep it at schools. We have to let it go further and get bigger. And, and we've seen that happen, which is just so exciting. I mean, it's just become viral and, you know, is implemented by book groups and by, you know, parent PTO kindness nights and even communities have adopted governmental and- agencies, police departments, prisons. prisons. <laughs> <laughs> workplaces uh it, it's 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 gone way beyond what i ever imagined and i i wanted to go back to something that you said um sure. you were talking about the formula and you were like it's just i can't believe it's this simple and i it's the universality of the formula that can be taught in any situation and it works it's incredibly infect- effective um but and it is simple but it takes practice and uh, and you know if you if you have like a basic understanding of neuroscience, you know that every thought that you have is leading you towards flourishing as a human being or languishing. And we do this through our thoughts, and we have control over our thoughts, by the way. And so, by going through this programming with your kids, um, you're practicing it too. You may know these things, and you may not. It may surprise you, because these social and emotional skills, tools, and attitudes we're not born with. So mm-hmm. we have to learn them. And by the way, I was an adult <laughs> when I learned them. And and so you might be surprised. You think that this is all elementary stuff, but this is the building blocks of life. That's why it's called essential life skills. You're going to learn alongside your kids, um, which is why Absolutely. we encourage parents and kids to do this together. But even if you say, oh, yeah, I've heard of that before, it reminds you to practice. We have to practice these yes. things every single day for the rest of our lives. And you might think, oh, well, that sounds like a lot of work. Well, guess what? It is. But it is so worth it because it's the way to have a meaningful and purpose-filled, connected, compassionate life that chooses love. And, and that's the kind of life that I want to live. I practice this every day, all day long, and it makes me my best me. Even the fact that I'm conscious of modeling this for other people is a way for me to attempt to put my best foot forward all the time. And it's 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 a great way to live. It's a great way to live with your kids, with your with uh, with your friends, with, within your community, because ultimately this strengthens community. And I think we're realizing now we need each other. We need each other as we as we see the supplies running off the shelves. All of a sudden you're thinking, oh, wait a minute. So there's somebody out there that's creating the toilet paper, <laughs> the the handy wipes, and they can only create so much, or I don't know, maybe they're sick or maybe their factory is shut down. Wait a minute, we do rely on other people. It's not just, we're not just kind of uh, islands. We're we're in this together in this world. I, I love the quote by Ram Das. He says, "We're all just here to walk each other home." 
Um, and mm, I, nice. I, I believe that. And I think we're getting a little taste of that, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. If we use it for good and, and we can kind of reframe from the anxiety and fear that we're being fed to how am I going to use this um, to make the world a better place, not just make myself a better person and strengthen my family, but how am I ultimately going to be practicing compassion and action and, and helping others? Um, because when you help others, that's when you help yourself. And, and that's maybe one of the most important lessons that we learn in life. That's right. And that's actually what it feels like for me to, to be moving forward with this. You know, I, I don't, I'm not an educator, uh, but I feel like I'm taking action. I feel like I'm doing something instead of just sitting around and, and it, it is very empowering. And I also wanted to visit the um, neuroscience piece of this, which really is something I did not know. And I, I feel like it, it adds a level of hopefulness to this whole effort, which is that by practicing this, you actually make it easier. You reprogram, what is it? The neural pathways yeah. in your brain. Every time Start you Start firing it, those neurons. It becomes easier and easier and easier. And eventually, just like when you're, you know, turning left and you, you don't even think about, you know, whether you're turning your blinker up or down, if it's left, it's down. It's like, it's instinctive. There is hope in my heart of hearts that, that through practice, responding in a loving, thoughtful way could become second nature. And that is where this program is just so phenomenal and kind of endless in what it can create for our kids' future. Even um, even in a time of the coronavirus, uh, that, yeah. that reminds me of uh, stories that we heard in Hawaii when they had their, I'm using kind of air quotes, missile crisis, when oh. they got an alert uh, over the weekend that there was an incoming missile. Now they knew oh that was gosh. a possibility from North Korea. So they all got, they all had plans. Uh, and, and so they knew that they had, I think it was like 17 minutes until the missile hit. So the parents were home with their kids. They're, they're shoving them down manholes. They're putting them in bathtubs and they're freaking out obviously. And, uh, and the kids who had gone through the Choose Love program were teaching their parents techniques and tools to remain calm. <laughs> it was great. So then afterwards, obviously, they realized that it, it was a false alarm. But that Monday morning, the school started getting calls and parents were saying, what are you teaching our kids? Like they, they're literally using them. And, and that's also a difference with the Choose Love program. It's not just knowledge that's going into your head. It actually translates yes. into action and an action yeah. that makes you feel empowered and feel good. Because I think we're waking up and we're realizing there is no they out there that is going to come in and fix these big societal issues. They is us. And, and you know, when we point fingers and, and fault find and blame, that's just off putting our pain and responsibility onto someone else. And I think when it all boils down to it, we're responsible 
for our own lives mm -hmm. and we're responsible for being part of the solution for what is going on in our schools that then translates out into society and the most powerful way to thoughtfully respond is by choosing love and so many people have caught on and and so we're going to model this the time and Nicole I'm so grateful uh, to you for leading us through Aww. this I think it's going to be educational but it is also going to help us all reframe from fear and anxiety to a thoughtful response of choosing love we're all going to be strengthened and we're going to be working on those neural pathways and strengthening them to future ability to thoughtfully respond with love in, in other things that we face too. I mean, because ultimately we want to raise courageous kids who stand up and they, they look at the difficulties, challenges, roadblocks, even, even the things that come up that, that have pain and suffering in them. And, and they look at them with maybe even curiosity and say, instead of fearing them, resisting and avoiding, look at them and say, what are the lessons in here for me? And how am I gonna grow through this? There's a term for it, scientific, it's called post-traumatic growth. Nobody's ever heard of it because we're focused on PTSD through our negative bias. But we are determined to help people grow through this. And Nicole, you're gonna lead us through it. So thank you so much. Oh, wow. Well, it's my honor, my goodness. Thank you for you know being the courageous leader of all. Well, and I want to thank everyone, so many people since day one that have volunteered to create this incredible next generation lifespan, social and emotional and character development program. It's, it's really a gift to the world. I feel honored to be able to give this gift and appreciate also the individuals and, and groups around the world that have donated and continue to donate on a regular basis to enable us to offer this at no cost. This is mm -hmm. really, really a, a movement um, in, in the truest definition. And so thanks to everyone. Everyone who is a part of this is part of the solution. And I'm so incredibly grateful. I love everyone. One last thing too, yeah, everybody can participate in the classes. You can register right on the chooselovemovement.org. Yeah, just go on the website. It's the first thing that pops up. It's really yeah. easy to register. And uh, I would also suggest that you register for our daily doses of love. And that's a daily email that'll come into your, uh, your inbox. Right now, they're incredible pictures, videos, stories of kids and families, schools, individuals across the world that are choosing love. Uh, it's a daily dose of inspiration and love, but we're going to be tailoring these for your program, Nicole, that you're coming out with on Monday. So this is really exciting. Again, the website is chooselovemovement.org. Please go on the website, sign up, and we'd love to hear your stories of how you're thoughtfully responding in your homes with love. We'd love to be able to share those on our daily dose to give inspiration to others. Thank you so much for choosing love. I love you all. And until next time. It's all part of us. We can all choose love. 
It'll lift you up if you let.